1: All the Galaxies,
0: all for you.
1: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Intergalactic Peace Coalition podcast, also known as the IPC, and we are broadcasting live right here on channel 1138.com right here on Friday night, and we got another awesome show lineup for you guys tonight it's gonna be a good one it's gonna be a jamming one you get you get that pun did you, 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 you mm-hmm. get it i'm I'm just throwing it in your face uh-huh. um we have another top five episode for you guys tonight one particularly interesting because it's another musical one we love our musical ones specifically because i mean this is an audio medium it's kind of easier to talk about music because you know we can hear it so that's what we're going to be talking about tonight, We're we we'll to be discussing our top five songs we always jam out to. We put it out to you guys on social media, you answered, we got a bunch of your list to read off, and we got our own to read off later on in the show, but before we get to that, of course, introductions are in order. If you are new to the show, or just have no idea, or you got a song stuck in your head and it's pushed out all your memories of us, um, my name is Ben. And sometimes people call me Benjamin. I'm just saying. And joining me, as he always does, is my good friend and co-host, Mr. Zach Arnold. Zach, what are you jamming to tonight?
0: Oh, dude, I've got a lot of stuff stuck in my head right now. And it's all thanks to the people who have been sending stuff in. Like, I, I wrote a couple of different people who sent us top five lists tonight. And I was like, dude, I want your playlist. <laughs> because there's some really awesome music out there. And then there's also some stuff that I've actually never heard before. Yeah, so it's gonna be So it's going to be a really interesting blend of talking about stuff that we're familiar with, in addition to talking about stuff that we're not so familiar with. And that's the beauty of this podcast and the beauty of music. You know, there's all kinds of different stuff out there that moves people in all kinds of different ways. So we are sure to be jam-packed with awesome content tonight all the way through. You can you can tell that we're gonna have a lot of fun with these jam puns. We've already made like Da-dum. two or three, and we've only been on the air for like five minutes. So this could be this could be really interesting.
1: Yeah, we can use the rim shot, and even that is a pun on this
0: show. Ooh, ooh, you're right. I can use my sound effects. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna look I'm oh, gonna look for no. my instant buttons right now. You talk about a rim shot. Oh, dude, anytime, anytime we make another jam pun. I'm going to be looking around for uh where is it? This it's guy right here.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Nailed it. Nailed <laughs> it. Nailed. Nailed it. And then if we're being really really funny, like we're just completely trolling everybody. <laughs>
1: Oh my god! That guy needs to make I, a comeback. Where is the troll man?
0: I think I think my favorite trollolo was the one from the Lord of the Rings where uh, Saruman is trolling everybody from the top of the tower. I
1: freaking love it! That's the best one. That best is one.
0: The best trollolo ever. Oh my god! Uh, I'm gosh. I'm so sad that Sir Christopher Lee's gone. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm sure he's listening to those trollolos from wherever he is now. But oh god, I miss Speaking that. Speaking
1: of trolls especially online trolls. One of the oh, most, yes. one of the most, I don't want to say infamous, but one of the most prolific online trolls right now is a little guy called Mark Hamill. You may know him from... Who? A few different things, space movie in particular. I, that, no big deal. Wasn't, no big deal.
0: Wasn't, wasn't he in a Western and like guest starred on The Muppet Show at one point? You're thinking of, uh, yeah,
1: that's probably it. There was also Cor- Corvette Summer. Um, back in yeah. the 70s, you, you probably yeah. remember him from
0: that. Corvette Summer, you're yeah. right. That's, yeah. that's yeah. probably yeah, what that's, I was that's, thinking That's,
1: that's very – not a lot of people know him from that. But um, he has been doing a little more trolling, and it turns out this time it actually wasn't trolling because he loves to mess with his fans. And there was an announcement that made that sounded really weird but also too good to be true – and people were mm-hmm. like, "What the heck is going on?" And of course, being that Mark Hamill was in on it, made people even think more that it was a joke, but it wasn't. So this has been announced. So Child's Play, which is the next movie, I think we may—I don't can't remember if we actually discussed this when we discussed our like most anticipated movies of the thing. We're neither one of us are big horror people, and of course, no. this is the new Chucky movie, and it's supposed to be a reboot on the original. And, you know, so they're coming out with a new one, and so it's been kind of up in the air, like, who's going to be playing the voice of Chucky? Well, none other than Mark Hamill will be providing the voice, and it set the internet on fire. Now, I'm, like I said, I'm not a horror fan, but this kind of gets me interested in this movie now.
0: I mean, anything that's got Mark Hamill's voice attached to it, I'm instantly interested in, just because of his work as the Joker in the Batman animated series back in the 90s. Like the man knows how to twist and contort and throw his voice and to do that as the voice of Chucky just seems too good to be true. Absolutely. Like it's it's so perfect it it makes me want to cry just a little bit. And you know, you're right. We're we're not exactly big horror guys, neither of us are. I watch B-film horror like like the stuff that's so bad it's good. Yeah. Like, like Zombies, for example. We've talked about Zombies over on our IPC before. I'll watch movies like Zombies, but the stuff that concerns the supernatural and the gruesome, just not exactly my cup of tea. But you'd be surprised how many horror flicks are coming out in 2019. All I typed in was Horror Movies 2019 in Google. And these are the results that popped up. Happy Death Day to You, the Happy Death Day sequel. (laughs) It Chapter 2. 47 Meters Down, the next chapter. Pet Cemetery. Escape Room. Us. The Curse of La Llorona. Brightburn. The Prodigy. Annabelle Comes Home. Like, the list just goes on and on and on. This is obviously something that a lot of people are super interested in. I am kind of bummed that it doesn't appeal to me quite as much because listing all that stuff off just made me the slightest little bit uh excited the only thing that's missing is like a purge sequel or something like that you know (laughs) but other than that i mean bringing back pet cemetery bringing back it going back underwater with 47 meters down like you're kind of hitting all of the big horror topics in this one movie. And then, of course, Jordan Peele's Us has been getting rave reviews from what I've heard. So he's got another home run that's been put out in theaters. It's just crazy to, to think about all of that and then to think that Mark Hamill is associated with it. So, yeah. I mean, I, I didn't watch any of the Chucky films when I was younger, uh, just because my family was like, uh, no, we're not watching
1: that. I wouldn't have been allowed to,
0: much less wanted right. to. Right. And so it just never really crossed my mind. But now I kind of want to go back and at least watch the original Chucky so that I can like do a comparison contrast between that actor's voice and Mark Hamill's uh, iteration. Right. Because, you know, I'm one of those people that I have to be able to like compare it to something. When I saw the Halloween reboot uh, or not reboot, but kind of like soft reboot, if you will, um, I, I went back and saw the original Halloween film that it was based off of. And so I feel like I would need to do that with Chucky, but I don't know if I could do that alone. I gotta find, like, a horror movie-watching buddy so that I'm not sitting there watching this stuff all by myself.
1: Yeah, see, I could probably do it with some friends. Like, yeah, you know, maybe. maybe if it happened to be out in the time when we're down seeing episode 9 in L.A., I might be able to do it. Maybe. Possibly. Probably not. I'm, but maybe. I
0: mean, I mean, I don't think you would ever watch zombies by yourself, but... <laughs>
1: No, no, watching definitely not.
0: watching watching it with the crew the way that we did it turned into a really fun evening. So
1: exactly, like the closest thing that I will get to horror is Stranger Things, and I don't even consider that horror necessarily. I guess it is, but uh, you know, I think it's on a it's on a, it's in in a different category. in My I opinion.
0: would I would probably put it more in the lines of thriller, perhaps. That's
1: fair. That's fair,
0: but. I don't know if I'm qualified enough to make that kind of distinction because I don't watch enough horror to be able to, like, go back and forth and say, this is horror, this is thriller. Still, Stranger you
1: know? Things is, it's got monsters in it, but it's not, it's pretty tame on, like, the violence part. Like, there's not people getting, you know, chopped up and stuff like that. Like, it's, it's fairly, like, besides I the mean, language, it's fairly friendly.
0: Family I mean, friendly. I mean, by, by comparison. I would think Game of Thrones is more horrific than oh absolutely than Stranger Things would even be, oh, and yeah. Game <laughs> of Thrones is definitely like more action fantasy, but it's definitely got a lot of horror mixed into it with some of the characters and some of the things that happen to them. Like it's it's insane. Yeah, so- Game of
1: Thrones is you know fantasy, but it's like it's like if Lord of the Rings had no filter. Like, dude, yes. You know, yes, a hundred percent. Yes. So, yeah. So th- there's there's definitely differentiations with this, but I think uh, I think Child's play is definitely going to be hard on the horror aspect. So uh, should be interesting. I'm just happy to see Mark Hamill doing more stuff because he's amazing, great actor. He doesn't get enough credit even after being Luke Skywalker. Um, so. Looking forward to at least, at the very least, seeing people's reactions to this movie and seeing him out promoting it more and doing his thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're all going to be excited to see his, like, one scene in episode nine, which is probably (laughs) all he's going to get. But to know that he's still out there and doing things in in the cinema world... Is really encouraging because I feel like he still has plenty to offer, and I'm glad that he's getting to offer it to a popular franchise like Chucky in Child's Play. So, congratulations to him.
1: Absolutely. All right. I think it is time. I think we yeah, need to man. jump into this. Yeah. And because you guys sent a lot of great submissions to us. and We always love reading them as many as we can. And we were getting some up until about an hour ago. We were still getting submissions in. So, For you guys real. are awesome. And we got, I think we got one person in the chat. Um... George, send in your list if you're listening to this, um, yeah, because George, we haven't got one you from gotta you yet. You got to
0: get it to us by the end of the episode, or we're not going to get a chance to you, say it.
1: You got time, but you only got about it, you know, a couple hours, and then, <laughs> and then you're out of luck. See, you have to wait for the next. See, one.
0: that's that's the beauty of listening live, folks. If you're listening on iTunes or Google Play or Podbean or Castbox or however you listen to it, thank you for tuning in. We appreciate it. But we'd love to have some people listening live with us, too. George has been one of the most loyal live listeners we've ever had, probably the most loyal live listener we've ever had. So we appreciate you, George. We probably give him a shout-out like every episode just because he's the only one that engages with us in the chat. He deserves it. We'll give you a shout-out, too, if you just listen live on Channel1138.com. Believe me, it's, it's worth it, because I hitch people up in the chat, Ben hits people up in the chat. It can be really fun, and you don't know that it's happening because the only place you find out about it is in the chat. So yeah. be, sure to, be sure to listen live whenever you have the opportunity. Friday night's right here on channel1138.com. But let's jump into our top five songs you always jam out to. This is a musical derivative Of the first ever top five that we did here on the program. Because it's oddly specific when you're choosing your top five. Um, When we did our very first top five, it was the top five movies you will never say no to. Mm -hmm. Which is very specific. The top five movies you'll never say no to are different from your top five favorite movies, in my opinion. Because your top five favorite movies could be movies that are really awesome and you love them, but maybe you're not always in the mood for them. So when you're talking about movies that you'll never say no to, it doesn't matter what time of day, it doesn't matter how good or bad your day was, doesn't matter, you know, what your mood is, or if you've seen it two times that same day already, you want to watch it again, the answer will never be no. This is kind of like the musical version of that. There are certain songs out there, in my opinion, that every time you hear it, At a party or in a restaurant or just in your car on the radio, no matter what it is, when you hear it, you are always finding some way to jam out to it. Mm -hmm. Your head is bopping, you're kind of lip syncing or singing along to it, or you're just turning it up uh, as loud as it can possibly be on your headphones or in your car. Whatever it may be, you are always, always jamming out to this particular song. And since it's IPC and we do top fives, we're giving you opportunity to list five for us. Absolutely. So let's see what let's let's see what we got. Ben, do you, do you do you like agree, disagree on on that perspective on that opinion?
1: No, no, I definitely think I think I think it's interesting when we come up with you know things that can kind of have different perceptions of this. And I I don't know. I I think certain people may have um you know. Taking it a different way, but I think most people on the same page with like it's it's just like music that just gets you in the mood that you're always right. you know thing I think and like all media is like that all media is like whether it's good or bad, whether it's critically acclaimed or critically maligned it's all about having a ooh. an emotional reaction to something
0: ooh. Dude, the word "maligned" used so well. I know. I can't me. believe I actually got that chills. out there. <laughs> chills, brother. Chills.
1: I'm glad somebody Ooh. appreciates my wordplay for once. Lord, <laughs> hold me back. That was some beautiful podcast wordplay right there. Oh boy, yeah. Okay, so, but like, you you have you know having an emotional reaction to something. And doesn't not everyone's going to react the same way to a song. It's just like it right. hits you in the right place at the right time. And no right. matter what time it's on the radio, like you said, you're, you're turning that dial up to crank it up to to, to hear it louder. You you tapping your feet if you're sitting at home. Um, d- probably don't do that in the car because you might you know end up hitting the accelerator. Um, <laughs> but unless you're not driving. But anyway, you know, point is, you know, it, it's all about that. You know, just that uh, it hits you in the feels. And so I I I took the jam out part in my list a bit more seriously. So there's a lot of jamming in mine. <laughs> Um also um you will notice that I probably have the musical taste of someone twice my age. But we'll just we'll, we'll see when we get there.
0: Dude, we might actually end up with similar songs on our list then. I think we might. We very well might. I, this this could be really interesting because I I too like listen to music that people twice my age would listen to and uh there's there's very little modern music in my list i'll just put it that way yeah but before we get to our lists let's get to the list of people that actually submitted stuff to us starting with our wonderful patrons the people that contribute financially to this program starting off with none other than mr jake damon he's been a loyal patron of the program since the patron program and it's his birthday it is yes dude happy birthday jake Dude, we should have gotten him on the show, but he's probably out celebrating. He's got he's got better things to do than yeah. being on this show. Uh, he's so important now; like he's practically a celebrity. He's, he's okay. all
1: grown up. He's married. They grow up so fast.
0: I know, and we didn't even get invited to the wedding. So, <laughs> actually, I think we did, but we couldn't make it. I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. We love you, Jake. Happy birthday! And he says, "My list is ever changing." But currently, I love the following: Another Night by Real McCoy, Number Four Let's Groove by Earth, Wind and Fire. Yes, I love I love Earth, Wind and Fire, Desperation Song by Carbon Leaf, Tarantula by the Aquabats, and Number One Lane Boy by Twenty One Pilots. Ooh, nice! I know two of those songs. I I I was going through a lot of the list,
1: looking just kind of glancing in there earlier. I'm going like, where do you people like? We I think we I think we finally picked the broadest topic. We might have like we there is well no like think of like every year like how much movies is released and how much books and how much like. There's more music than anything. Like, think of how much music there is out there. And, you know, going back to thinking back to the fact that uh, music predates movies, like, a long ways. Oh, you know? yeah. So, like, it's been around oh, a long yeah. time, so there you go.
0: Just just for the record, there's there's somebody's list that, that one of the songs that they jam out to is a symphony. <laughs> Not going to give away who it is just yet, but... That's how far back the music goes. He he wrote me on Facebook and said, "I was seriously considering a Gregorian chant for my list." You know oh how far God. back Gregorian chants go? Seriously, that is pretty sure. Crazy. Pretty sure those predate the birth of Christ. <laughs> 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 like that's, that's that's as that's as far back as you could probably go. That's uh, old. Aside school. from aside from like. Cavemen beating on a drum or something like that, like super old school. So as an awesome list, birthday boy. Congratulations on making it another year. We wish you the best, and thanks for sending in this list. Uh, our <coughs> next list that we come up with is from another patron of ours, one Mr. Joey Mays.
1: Yes, um, Joey says uh, this list changed mightily as soon as my daughters discovered music. Now any time I quote jam out it's usually to these um he says first off honorable mention living on a prayer by Bon Jovi oh my god great one, love it um number five cruise by Florida Georgia Line uh number four shut up and dance by walk of the moon uh number three the middle by Zed Marin Morris and Gray uh number two thunder by Imagine Dragons I love that one um number one shake it off by Taylor Swift
0: freaking love it (laughs) That sounds like the entire Maze family's jam out playlist. <laughs> yes, that is that is Joey. in the,
1: that is in the van. I'm assuming you drive a minivan, Joey, cuz you've got kids. Um that is the minivan jam. <laughs> That's not jam. a stereotype at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm stereotyping you, Joey. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> Shut up and dance with me. This woman is my destiny. Dude, Good, I, I, I don't edit? have
1: to, I don't have to put that one in the edit now. You you just got serenaded
0: yeah seriously like there there's gonna be a lot of that okay anytime i see a song that i recognize i'm probably gonna give you guys little snippets of it just forewarning you that that's going to happen uh i'm not as big a fan of florida georgia line but bon jovi like i probably had two or three bon jovi songs that made it into my top 25 but didn't quite make it down to my top five because, I'll be honest, I probably had a list of about 25 that I was working with yesterday, and then I had it narrowed it down to, like, 16 or 15 a couple of hours ago, and, like, seriously, seriously, it's hard to get it down to just five. It really, really is. Yep. Yep, Totally. But a thank you to our patrons who get top billing every time we do a top five episode. We make sure to get yours in right off the top anytime you are a financial contributor to the show. And hopefully, when their schedule allows, we get them on for these top fives so we can actually hear it from the horse's mouth. And if you're interested in uh, sponsoring our top fives and and being a patron for IPC, then be sure to go check out patron.podbean.com forward slash ipc podcast we have some awesome people that help keep us afloat and help pay for our subscription to Podbean, uh like jake like joey and rachel perry dan grievous and parker ott you guys are all really big awesome contributors to this show and we cannot thank you enough for all that you do all right awesome so then we are on to the peacekeeper corps which is a group for people who are patrons of the show um, or people who are just really, really engaged in what IPC is doing and want to keep up with maybe our monthly schedule or memes that we've created or ideas for the show, things that we can do. All of that collaboration happens over in the Peacekeeper Corps, so if you're interested in joining that group, uh, just hit us up on Facebook or Twitter at IPC Podcast and let us know, and uh, we will try and set you up. One of the peacekeepers who's been there since the foundation of the group is one Robin Glader, and uh, I kind of wanted to uh, read this list myself because this is the dude that I wrote and said, "Man, I want your playlist. <laughs> uh, get get a load of this list, okay? Working it's 40. pretty much like straight fire." Uh, honorable mention: Bad Moon Rising by Creedence Clearwater Revival. I predict that that song's going to end up in Guardians Volume 3, but that's another story. Yeah, I agree. Number five, Since You've Been Gone by Rainbow. Number four, Four Foreplay or Long Time by Boston. We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel at number three. Old Time Rock and Roll by Bob Seger at number two. Dude, just take those old records off the shelf. Oh man. And then number one, the the Back to the Future classic, Huey Lewis in the news is the power of love. Oh my god.
1: I that song after we did Back to the Future on the show, I had that song stuck in my head for so long and I wasn't complaining.
0: Oh, dude, no. Like that whole time we were doing that arc, I I had that song stuck in my head. So
1: great. So so great. All right. Next up, we've got our good friend Sean Giroux, who uh, says, "I suppose in no particular order because he did not number them, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do, go go down on these things." Kids aren't all right by The Offspring. In the end by Linkin Park. Uh, better by Guns N' Roses. Bohemian Rhapsody on Queen. I, I assume that's not the first time we're gonna see that tonight. Um, and Film Noir by Gaslight Anthem
0: dude these are some awesome awesome artists i mean queen is a classic gaslight anthem's been really popular i know that sean's got a soft spot for lincoln park and then guns N' roses you can never go wrong with that uh i'll admit i haven't heard anything by the offspring before but if sean recommends it i'm willing to give it a listen
1: <laughs> yes that is fantastic
0: that's a great list dude thank you for sending that in okay it's time for the symphony are you ready for this oh yes our resident musical expert here at Channel 1138, one Mr. Jeffrey White, sends us this list. Uh, he's actually kind of mixing it up a little bit, which is kind of cool. I like it a lot. Uh, his number five is Symphony Number no. 39 in G Minor by Joseph Hayden. He says oh, uh, you can you can find it on YouTube. Just go listen to it. <laughs> uh, he says number four is Andrew Britton and Jesse O'Mahonies. O'Mahonies, maybe? Jesse O'Mahony, probably Mahoney. Yeah. Is Beat Beat Heart. Checking in at number three, Mr. Roboto by Styx. Love it. Oh, man. Mr. Roboto. You got me? Uh, yes. There we go. Checking in at number three, Mr. Roboto by Styx. At number two. Hungry Like the Wolf by Duran Duran. And number one, this is from Persona 3, the video game. It's called When the Moon's Reaching Out Stars, composed by Shoji Maguro. Never heard it before, but if it's on the top of Jeffrey White's list, it must be worth listening to.
1: Yeah, oh my gosh. That's fantastic.
0: I I gotta admit, um, Mr. Roboto was also in my top 25.
1: That's yeah, that's that's a good one.
0: That that one. and Renegade are probably my two favorite sticks songs Ooh, ever. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I completely miss sticks. Completely missed it. There's How? so
0: many. Yeah, so many. okay. There's there's plenty of music out there. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I can't I can't fault you for missing one band, but if you're missing out on certain other bands in your list, I'm gonna be kind of mad at you. <laughs> yes. Just mm-hmm. just putting that
1: out yeah, there. Yeah, I hear you all okay, right well, so so, so we got we got the segment here, the okay, segment, and you've...
0: i'm I'm ready, boy,
1: all right, all right, here we go. It's time for Shinda's list all right, so he says, as our good friend Stephen Shinder does. Um, this list might sound monotonous, but these are songs I really love singing along and air drumming to. Not sure if they'd be exact top five since there are so many songs by various artists that I love, but I figured I'd, I'd at least provide a few favorites from my favorite band. Um, and so this is interesting. <laughs> oh, my gosh.
0: I just realized yeah. what you did. Oh, so, my gosh. <laughs> so I didn't realize it until now, like literally.
1: Oh, my gosh. So here we go. Number five, Ritual. By yes. Uh, number four, The Gates of Delirium. By yes. Um, number three, Endless Dream. By yes. Number two, Close <laughs> to the Edge. By yes. Number one, The Revealing Science of God. By, you guessed it, yes. Um, and he says, by the way, the songs are listed here are each somewhere between 15 and 23 minutes long.
0: What? Wow. Oh, okay. I I thought one of my favorite songs was long, fifteen to twenty three minutes. Goodness gracious! Uh, oh, but it's so it's so funny because it's like, what's your who who's your who's your number five favorite band? Yes, okay. Who's your number four? Yes. Oh. It's like <laughs> yes 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 yes. Uh, I've never heard anything by yes before admittedly but uh the other problem is if they're 23 minutes long i'm probably going to watch an episode of friends before i listen to a piece by yes just putting that out there it's a lot of time (laughs) it really is that's a lot of time to commit to one piece of music which i'm really impressed by but still wow wow okay steven as always a really really great rendition of schindler's list Okay, well, let's move on to the Facebook world now. We had some people from the Peacekeeper Corps that is a Facebook group that sent us some material, but uh, we've got some other people. We just posted stuff like on our personal Facebook pages and places like Club SWU Mm -hmm. and that kind of thing, and uh, we got some responses there as well, which was really cool uh including a friend of mine uh a guy that I took a couple of classes with at at my university and then we connected on uh on Facebook and uh we talk about the Dallas Stars and stuff sometimes but this is the first time he's responded to anything regarding IPC which is cool nice so shout out to Ben Anderson for sending us his list and it is as follows I'm just going to go from top to bottom he doesn't give it like in a numerical sequence unfortunately uh, he says, Anywhere But Here by Mayday Parade, Downfall of Us All by A Day to Remember, Angels by Chance the Rapper, 3005 by Childish Gambino, Lando. And, m- <laughs> Lando, and Miss Jackson by Panic at the Disco. Those are all nice. really awesome selections. Like... I'll I'll be honest. I've only heard a little bit of Childish Gambino and Chance the Rapper. I've definitely heard a lot of Panic at the Disco, uh-huh. um, and then Mayday Parade. I have heard of, but haven't heard much of. If that makes sense.
1: See, that's the, that's the thing with me. Is like some of them I've probably heard. I just didn't know it was that group or that singer. Um, so yeah, yeah. I it, it So I I feel like I just need to like. Put all these into Google or YouTube and listen to them all and figure out, okay, that's I know that song from somewhere.
0: Um, Okay, so I actually had an idea, and I wasn't going to announce it just yet, but I guess I'll go ahead and and put it in now. Um, I am of the opinion that maybe we should take these submissions, these songs that we've received from people, and maybe try and compile them into one big Spotify playlist.
1: That would be amazing.
0: That way, everybody gets to hear a little bit of the stuff that they sent in, and get to hear a little bit of the submissions from everybody else. That would be great. If we there's keep... like a there's like a, a good variety there because you're going to have everything from uh, from Mayday Parade to Childish Gambino to Creedence Clearwater Revival. Uh, if I can find Symphony Number no. Thirty Nine in G Minor for Mr. White, I will try, but I don't know <laughs> if it's there or not. But I'll try and uh who knows there there's actually some repeats on here as well including uh, a repeat from our friend joey mays showing up in uh mr Sequel's list
1: yeah so speaking of mr Sequel, he was just here last week and he sent us a great list for this week um chris says on number five sleepwalker by hey ocean uh, number four, "Shake It Off" by Taylor Swift. Knew there was gonna be Taylor Swift in there. Uh, number three, "Crush, Crush, Crush" by Paramore. Also predicted there was gonna be some Paramore in there. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Number two, any Queen song. Is he breaking the rules here? He's like put, all, he, he put like an entire band's like repertoire in into <laughs> into but his number dude. two slot.
0: But dude, how do you pick just one Queen song? It's hard. I man. mean, it's hard. I mean, "Best Friend." Another one bites the dust. "Bohemian Rhapsody." We will rock you. Uh, I mean, it just it, it goes on and on and on. I, "We Are the Champions" was oh, by man. Queen. I looked uh, at their
1: list to put some in my list, and yeah, it's it's hard to like oh like that one, like that one, like that one. It's amazing. Um and then his number 1 is Sweet Caroline by Neil ah. Diamond and I think we all can kind of put the put the pieces together there um being the massive Boston Red fan he is and and being yep. that, that, that song's uh resonance with uh, um uh Boston and the uh the field there yeah
0: yeah, totally. yeah dude it i mean it was it was a it was a tradition that they had at Fenway Park for a long time. And then when the uh, Boston Marathon massacre happened, um, there was a Red Sox game that happened like the day after or something. And Neil Diamond knew that uh, the, the Fenway Park liked to do Sweet Caroline at a particular inning. I want to say it's the eighth inning. I could be mistaken. Mm-hmm. And he just came up to the ticket office, just drove up in his personal car one day and like called the people in the front office, uh, while they were in their suites. And he's like, Hey, it's me, Neil diamond. (laughs) Can I sing with you guys? And when Neil
1: Diamond says, can I sing, you always say yes.
0: You always say yes. And they turned it into like this big special event where they introduced him and played it, uh, played his song on the loudspeakers like they always do and gave him like a wireless mic. And he sang along with the crowd of Boston to unify them that next day. And it was beautiful. So So good. It, it's it's great for the city of Boston, and it's just great for baseball and unity in general. It's a great song. Like, I I knew I knew a Taylor Swift song was going to be in there. I knew a Paramore song was going to be in there, but "Sweet Caroline" by Neil Diamond—that's just like the icing on the cake right there.
1: Okay, so up next we've got uh, someone someone familiar to you, I think. I-
0: yeah, uh, familiar to me and familiar to this show, actually. She's been on an episode of the IPC podcast before. It's none other than my sister, Gabriella. Uh, I wasn't sure just how many lists we were going to get, so I actually just sent her a private message and was like, hey, what are your five favorite songs? And she delivered. Uh, honestly, I only know, like, two of these songs, which surprises me, because I thought I knew her pretty well. But then <laughs> she sends me this list, and I'm like, Whoa. So that was that was interesting, but her list is as follows: She says we don't have to dance by Andy Black, Pompeii by Bastille, Medicate by Gabby Hanna, Caroline by Capital Lights, and then her favorite is Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. Nice, love it. Uh, fun fact: I actually introduced her to that song.
1: Oh, oh, that that was momentous.
0: It was a really big momentous thing. We were on a road trip, and it started playing. And she was like reaching for the dial to hit skip, and I was like, "Don't you dare touch that!"
1: You seen that? Don't you, you seen dare. that meme where you know it's like the the girl gets thrown out of the car?
0: <laughs> that I that would have been a
1: real life thing,
0: not entirely inaccurate. <laughs> but I showed her this meme that explained the story behind the song before I hit resume, so that she would have like the context associated with it. And when she listened to it with the context, she was like, wow, I never knew that that's what it was about. Yeah. And ever since then, that's kind of been like something that we've bonded over. If she hears it on the radio or if it shows up in her Spotify or something like that, we'll like either like do like one of those Facebook audio recordings where you can like do like a minute of audio or something like that and send it to somebody in a private message will like record part of that song or take a screenshot of it and like send it to each other on Facebook and stuff like that's kind of I guess it's kind of become our song I don't know Yeah
1: sounds like it Sounds like it's, it. It's, music
0: brings people together It's great It does Queen it especially really does. Oh for sure I I always end up hearing a Queen song at an athletic event You can guarantee it If oh, they're okay, not yeah. If if they're not if they're not playing we are the champions after they win a game then they're going to play we are but we will we will rock you, you know, before the game or something like that. There's like so many, always... there's
1: so many per, so many songs that are just perfectly like they were made for like football and baseball games. Like you know, oh yeah, absolutely. It's, so it is so perfect, absolutely. Um, so up next, we've got some Twitter submissions from the Twitterverse. Um, Quite a few of you are uh, uh, following us over there, and we even got some new followers recently, and we appreciate you. Um, The first one up is our good buddy Everywhere Josh. I don't think that's his real name. I think that's just his his screen name, unless his
0: first name is really everywhere, which is Kind of cool, actually. That would um, be a really cool name. Who are you everywhere? <laughs> I didn't ask where you are, and you can't even be everywhere. Yeah, but he's
1: everywhere. He's at FM Ghost 9 on Twitter, and he says, I suppose in no particular order again, um, Alien Ant Farm by Smooth Criminal, um, 16 Second Stare by Mr. Grinch, uh, My Chemical Romance by Sing, and In the Moment by The Roots. Imagine Dragons, am I reading this wrong? I'm reading I think it. you are. I am reading this totally wrong. My apologies. Well, okay,
0: we asked people to send us the song and the artist. I think Josh sent us the artist and the See, song. See, if I would
1: started with Imagine Dragons, I would have caught it. But the fact, that I started at the top with all the fans that I don't know. I'm not even going to edit this out. I'm just going I'm just going to reread it hey, as it's I mean, supposed to be.
0: <laughs> well, we need we need to do it proper justice, I think.
1: Yes, we do. So I'm going to start over and I'm going to say smooth criminal. By Alien Ant Farm, that that makes sense. Go. That makes sense. There we go. That that, that there we Alien go. Ant Farm. I, I thought like that's a weird that's a weird song title. No, it's 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 okay, a, it's but a it's,
0: band. it's a it, it's a pretty trippy band title too, though.
1: <laughs> band titles are normally trippy anyway. That's kind of their shtick most of the time. But uh-huh. it makes more sense this way. Okay, Mister Grinch by 16, 16 Second Stare. Uh, Sing by My Chemical Romance. Roots by In This Moment. And uh, Demons by Imagine Dragons.
0: There we go. That's a little bit more like it. Boom. Oh, man. MCR has, like, a very special place in my heart because I think everybody goes through a phase where you're listening to stuff like MCR.
1: (laughs) Yes.
0: At at some point in your life, you're always going to end up listening to My Chemical Romance. It's just a given. Yeah. Um, and then Imagine Dragons is really popular. I think that's like the second or third time that Imagine Dragons has popped up and it's probably not going to be the last time nope. either. Nope. Definitely not. Um, next up we got our good friend, Francisco. Francisco. That's fun to say. It's like the movie Elf. Francisco. Francisco. <laughs> Sorry. I never get tired of saying that. I'm, I, I'm sure that, uh, Francisco gets tired of hearing it, but I never get tired. <laughs> I never get tired of saying it. Uh, this is another one of those ones where I'm I'm sitting here going, dude, I want your playlist, cause this is this is some That's pretty awesome one. stuff. Uh, at number five, Francisco has "Pour Some Sugar on Me" by Def Leppard. <laughs> at number four, "Danny California" by Red Hot Chili Peppers. At number three, "It's Five O'clock Somewhere" by Alan Jackson. Nice. Number two. Thunderstruck by ACDC. That's another one that you hear at a ton of athletic events. You cannot go to an athletic event and not hear Thunderstruck. It's just a (laughs) given. And then one of my favorite 70s and 80s bands, the Eagles. I Can't Tell You Why checks in at number one. Francisco, my friend, brilliant taste in music. It's a great blend of old school and new school. That's just awesome. Love it, yes, great, Pour great list. some sugar on me.
1: <laughs> Love it. Okay, next up, we've got our good buddy Igor, the hero of Tyron. Tython, I should say. Tython. Tython. Did you say, Ty-
0: did you say Tyron?
1: Tyr, Tear Tyron? Yeah, no. I de- no, Tyrion? I definitely I definitely did like not say Lannister? that. Like Lannister? <laughs> <sighs> Different franchise, different franchise. <laughs> uh, the hero of Tython, as in the planet from Star Wars, um, at the r- the the Ron Shan, the Ron three four one. I want to make sure I pronounce that right because it's it's hard to hard to get these things right. The, it, you got the picture.
0: Um, Twitter usernames can be a little trippy sometimes.
1: One good thing to do with Twitter usernames is capitalize the line breaks so that people can tell which words start where. That's that's a good thing to do with hashtags and things. Just just a personal tip from a social media master. No, don't,
0: I mean don't, you don't. have been retweeted by Mark Hamill before, so don't mention it. Don't mention it. No, <laughs> no big deal. But you've also have, you okay, but you've also been quote tweeted by Ben Shapiro, so I guess it evens out. <laughs>
1: Take that as you will, okay, okay, <laughs> number five for Igor, um Boulevard of Broken dreams by Green Day, um number four, I'm gonna be five hundred miles by the proclaimers, yeah, uh, number three, I feel good, by James Brown, hell, yes, um I feel
3: good number two,
1: Proud Mary by Tina Turner, and number one, wow. come together. By Bobby McFerrin and Robin Williams?
0: Do I know this I song? I don't know if it's the same Robin Williams. It might be, but I don't remember Robin Williams being uh, very musically inclined.
2: I, I, I don't even time,
0: time time to time to hit the copy and paste into YouTube, right? <laughs> that, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> time, time to figure that out. Okay, well, while you do that and try and confirm something, I just got to say I am so glad that somebody mentioned I'm going to be by The Proclaimers because that song is now super near and dear to my heart thanks to How I Met Your Mother. Mm. In How I Met Your Mother... Um, what's his name uh marshall his car is fixed in such a way that the only song that can play on his stereo is i'm gonna be by the proclaimers wow and so he's gone on road trips before where all he does is listen to that song on repeat just loop after loop after loop like from new york to chicago on loop Love. And I, I I hear that song get played and the only thing I can think of now is Marshall Erickson. So thank you how I met your mother. <laughs> I would walk 500 miles and I would walk 500 more.
1: It's an awesome song. Yeah, that's so great. And, and apparently okay, this is the Robin Williams. This is the talking. Robin Williams. And I don't know the context of this. It's apparently it is a cover of the Beatles song um and uh if I get my hands on it I can't do it right now but in the edit I might throw it in here let you guys listen to it Ooh. but uh for now I, I'll, I'll after the show I'm definitely gonna check this out because I've, I've never heard of this
0: don't tease me like that I gotta go look it up now thank you Igor for expanding our horizons like this that's really cool <sighs>
1: Up next, we got our good buddy Din from
0: F One Hundred and Five the Band. I I I hit I hit him up specifically because he's a musician. I gotta see what is like the popular trendy music to listen to these days. Yeah. And so uh, go find them at F One Zero Five, like the numbers F One Zero Five Music. They put out some really great stuff. And, Support and your local bands.
1: If you're going to be at Star Wars Celebration, come to the Star Wars Underworld booth, 1546 on the show floor. Monday at 3 p.m., you will get to see Din perform live at our booth.
0: Dude, I'm so jealous. It's going to be great. I don't, I don't get to go to Celebration this year. Hopefully, Din shows up at the next Celebration. I'm sure, and he will. hopefully, hopefully he'll do a mouse rat cover with me. <laughs> I would love to do a Mouse Rat cover where we both sing the pit or something together. That would be awesome. Yes. I hope Din's listening and he's not thinking I'm some total whack job right now. <laughs> but if we could no, no. do I think, like I a cover know, of I, a cover band?
1: I think he knows b- both of us enough to know yes, we are total whack jobs.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's that's true. <laughs> but here here's Din's recent list. He calls it his sorta recent list. Checking in at number five is Diane Young by Vampire Weekend Brazil. Okay, that sounds like a random name generator. Like okay, Vampire. weekend. Brazil. Okay, that's our band name. There I know there's a context behind it, but oh my gosh. Uh number four, Surfin' by Kid Cootie. Number three, Won't Give Up by Chronics with two X's. Number two, Ghost Song by The Doors. And number one, Courage by The Tragically Hip. Uh, I'll be honest, the only group I've heard out of this list is Kid Cootie. And even then, it's only like maybe one or two songs that I've heard by him. So uh, this is all very new to me, but here's the deal. New music is not something that I'm super familiar with. So, yeah, I'm getting to broaden my horizons a little bit tonight because some of this stuff I've never heard of. I, I'm totally with you. I, I, I'll i
1: be honest. I haven't heard of any of this stuff, but I'm going to have to check it out because Din Well, recommends. but here's,
0: here's, here's the cool thing. What Din did was anybody that had a Twitter page, he tagged them in his list. Yeah. So we've got the opportunity to go back now and follow those people like the Tragically Hip and Kid Cootie. <laughs> And go listen to some of their work.
1: I will go I will go right now to our Twitter and I will retweet his tweet so, uh, so you guys so anybody check out, else
0: can do it too if you go And while out. you're there, be sure to go check out our barbecue watch poll because uh, it's almost over or it just concluded. Uh, actually, I think it's got another day left on it perhaps. but uh, it's a really tight race between um, what is it Brisket and pork right now like oh, yeah. super, super tight. So it could really go any way, and we're not to our barbecue discussion yet, so your vote could turn the tide if you're listening live. Absolutely. IPC Podcast.
1: Absolutely. Okay, up next, we've got our good buddy Andy Lemire, at Lemiracle on Twitter. Um, he, That's a
0: kick-ass username. By that the is
1: great. I love the – there is nothing better than a perfect Twitter username. It's it's mm-hmm. it's it's a work of art, and this one is great. Great job, Andy. You lucked out. When um, okay, so number five. I I'm guessing I'm just gonna go number five. He didn't number these. Um, I was yeah, meant.
0: You oh no. Oh, I see what you I see what you're saying. I was looking at Ian's. My bad. Oh okay, okay
1: good, good yeah. We're we're gonna get to that. But next up, we've got Andy with. I Was Meant to Love Him by Shaka Khan. Um, You Think I Ain't Worth a Dollar by Queens of the Stone Age. Um, Times Like These, Foo Fighters. Two of America's Most Wanted, Tupac and Snoop.
0: And uh,
1: Yeah by Usher.
0: Okay, so I've, I've listened to the Foo Fighters, but I haven't heard Times Like These. I've listened to Snoop, but I haven't heard Two of America's Most Wanted. And I've heard Usher, but I haven't heard yeah. So I'm like just barely there. <laughs> you know? It's like I'm close, but I'm not close. It's amazing how much like music there
1: is out there just from artists that you know. Like yeah. like I was looking up like some of my favorite bands for my list and I'm like, right. Oh, something something songs and I'm like, I don't know any of these. Like I haven't seen like I love this band. I've never seen any or heard of any of these. Like it's amazing how much how many bands are out there you haven't heard of, and then how much music is from bands you have heard of. Mm-hmm. Amazing.
0: When I was a teenager, I followed pretty much like one or two bands, and that was about it. And I was still surprised by how much content they were putting out. Um I grew up <laughs> I grew up on Toby Mac. I don't know if I don't <laughs> yes. know if you know Toby Mac.
1: I've heard of him. I've heard of him. I,
0: I grew up on Toby Mac and the Portable Sounds album is still one of my favorite albums of all time. But the problem is Like, none of them are super relatable to me right now, so they're not really songs that I jam out to. But, in my opinion, one of my favorite uh, hip-hop albums is Toby Mac's Portable Sounds album. Really love that. Love it. Uh, Maybe I just love it for the nostalgia. I don't know. But I think he's got some good stuff. Yes. So, um... We've got one more Twitter submission before we head over to our stuff for the evening, and that's from our friend the stuttering star killer, none other than Ian himself. Um, Ian actually does have a five, which is why I was confused because I was like, wait a second, there's a five, four, three, two, one. And I was like, oh, that's Ian's list. My bad. <laughs> yeah. At number five, Rock is Dead by Marilyn Manson. At number four. Salute Your Solution by The Raconteurs. At number three, What I've Done by Linkin Park. At number two, Supermassive Black Hole by Muse. That just sounds depressing. (laughs) Yes. And then, clocking in at number one, we've got Seven Nation Army by The White Stripes. Ian, I feel really bad, dude, because I've listened to Marilyn Manson before, but other than that, I... I don't think I've heard any of those songs. I, I'm the same boat. And again, both. I I think that's just a testament to the variety that we've got. You know, the people that listen to this show, they may really love Star Wars. They may really love Marvel Comics. But as far as the music is concerned, there's all kinds of stuff that people could listen to. There is and... almost unlimited pretty much unlimited like you you, there's so much music out there that even if you started listening to music the minute you were born and you were continually listening to music until the day you died you still wouldn't have heard even like one percent of all the music that's out there yeah it's insane there's just so much to choose from it's ridiculous so to try and narrow it down to five is really really tough And uh, our friend George in the chat actually suffers from that because he couldn't even choose (laughs) songs. He only chose artists, which I'm going to give him a pass because he's a super loyal listener. He's been with us for a really, really long time. Um, And he's got some some really good uh, artists that are part of this list. So uh, I'm going to read those off real quick before we head to our commercial break. Uh, His number five favorite band is Lance King. Number four is Neil Morse Band. Number three, Demon Hunter, which I have heard a lot of. Demon Hunter's got some good stuff. Number two, Theocracy, which he just introduced me to tonight. And they've got this really, really awesome song that he introduced me to, which was really cool. Um, And then number one, Savior Machine. Oh. So uh, thank you, George, as always, for being such an awesome contributor in the chat. We appreciate it. And thank you to everybody who sent us different submissions, including George. We had a total of 16 submissions tonight. Not the largest top five we've ever had, but that's okay because there's still a ton of variety. And if I do end up making this playlist, it's going to have a lot of awesome songs on it. Oh, yeah.
1: If if it happens, it will be in the show description, you guys, in the future. If you're listening in the future. So definitely look out for that.
0: Yes, be be on the lookout for that. I'm going to try and get it put together tomorrow if I've got the time, uh, which would be Saturday, April the 6th. Uh, I'll have a little bit of time tomorrow, so we'll, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, I'll try and put that together tomorrow. But for tonight, we're going to hit a quick commercial break, and then we're going to discuss our fives and actually give you guys a little bit of a surprise, too. So this is our pause for station identification and uh, shout out to all of our different partners that are uh, part of the IPC podcast. And we'll see you on the flip side as we round out this discussion of top five songs you always jam out to.
3: This is IPC.
0: Everybody is Sage from the Night Force Media Network, and I'm here to tell you about our new show, The Fandom Cantina, and why you need to tune into it. Also here to talk about it is, um, uh, oh yeah,
1: right, it's Mondo. Wait, 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 did so you think I got like, like an afterthought? Let no, me tell please, you let... something, okay? You act like I don't know anything about Star Wars I, I and the said Force that. or uh, or other movies. I'll have you know I was a Movie Pass subscriber, okay? And I subscribed Wait, but... to A List. And you act like I don't know anything about television. You no. know, like all those fancy shows and video games. Let me I, tell you I something, man. It... I have beaten fifty video games this year alone. And 50? you don't think that I like oh. making odd-numbered list countdown lists up? Oh, Uh, You are are sadly mistaken, sir.
0: So, yeah, that's what our show's about. You can catch us 10 p.m. Eastern, Wednesday nights, Mixler's Night Force Media. See you then. And we are back from said commercial break, continuing our discussion of our top five songs that you always jam out to. Now, Ben, I think we would be remiss if we did not at least mention a certain band who shares two-thirds of our name. (laughs) Oh my gosh, you just
1: went there! I just went there! Oh my gosh, bringing back memories...
0: Oh, yes, dude. Oh, yes. So, back in the day, back, way back in the day... Way back. We did a search for the Intergalactic Peace Coalition to make sure that nobody else had that name. And then we, like, worked on the creation of the Facebook page and all that sort of stuff. And, lo and behold, during that search, we ended up discovering a band... That's an indie band in Colorado, I believe, and given the nature of their logo, it looks very um, herbal, if you will, <laughs> and their name is also pretty awesome. It <laughs> It's a group called Intergalactic Peace Jelly. Love Intergalactic it. Peace Jelly, based in Boulder, Colorado, I was wow. right. Based out of Boulder. And their SoundCloud has a lot of different songs on it. But the number one listened to song that they have is an 8 minute and 44 second track from a performance they did in Tempe, Arizona. And you're going to get a kick out of the name of this song, dude. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Oh, man. Their number one listened to track is called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtleneck.
1: Oh.
0: (laughs) How clever is is that? Can you get that on the Spotify playlist? Can you? (laughs) I I will do my best. If it's on SoundCloud, hopefully it's on Spotify. Oh, my God. If not, we might need to include the link to that particular song in the show description as well. Because... I can only imagine what 8 minutes and 44 seconds of singing about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtleneck must be like. There's someone in the band—we haven't heard this band, and and full disclosure, full disclosure, last
1: time we talked about this, it was on an episode, I believe Dominic was on with us. Yes. And, uh— we kind of made fun of this band. Uh, we kind of yes. poked fun at them. We yes, were just having we some fun. It was no- nothing meant by it. We were just having some fun and a little, getting a little crazy, as we do, as it gets later in the night. And, uh, but we haven't heard them yet. Still haven't heard any of the music. Um, but they've got someone on their team that knows how to name things. they got
0: a great oh, name, and dude. they got
1: the, at least one great song title.
0: Dude, at least. I, I I need to find, like, their Facebook page because they had other songs on there as well. Uh, some of the other stuff is okay. Like, there's one called If You're Given a Mallet, and I really don't know what you do with that. <laughs> um, there's another one called Goliath, another one called Study Drugs. That seems to be a really popular one that they have. Um one of their other most listened to ones is Study Drugs. I'm looking I'm looking through their feed now. They recently put up Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtleneck, and I thought that was their most listened to. That's their most listened to of the new playlist. They've got several listens on some of their older songs that uh, seem to have a lot more popularity to them. Their number one listened to song has uh, almost 1,000 listens, and it's the song Study Drugs featuring Casey Minat and Andy Erickson on acoustic. Nice. Um... But that's like four years ago, so that's almost a 1,000 listens over the course of four years, da-da-da, you even it out, whatever. But, uh, yeah, I highly recommend Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtleneck, just for the name alone. Yep.
1: And so. I, I just like them on Facebook, so I recommend everyone do that. Show them some love.
0: So, like I said with F105 Music, support your local bands. Absolutely. Those those small-time bands need that strong support, that strong following. So if we can do that for our intergalactic peace brothers and sisters, I say we do it.
1: And really quick, I'll just mention, um, they're on tour right now. So if you're in Ogden, Utah, Paca- hey. Pocatello, Ind- uh, Indiana, I think it says, Elko, Nevada, uh Idaho Falls, Idaho, Denver, Colorado, Kansas City, Missouri, Lawrence, Kansas, Des Moines, Iowa, Springfield, Illinois, Lawrence, Kansas, Manhattan, Kansas. If you're in any of those places, go support P- Intergalactic Peace Jelly. Go do that.
0: The Little Apple. That's not too far away. That's like a 6-hour drive, maybe 7, huh. from where yeah. I live. Yeah, they're I... definitely they're
1: definitely closer to your neck of the woods than mine.
0: If the Okay, so they're kind of touring the Midwest, it sounds like if they ever make it to the south, like let's say somewhere in South Texas or in Louisiana I say you and I go oh heck yeah. yeah yes that would be amazing And we and we bring like our IPC swag and like hey look we're your intergalactic peace brothers that cross cool.
1: promotion yes yeah. yes
0: exactly get like a group shot of intergalactic peace jelly and intergalactic peace coalition that would be cool that would be amazing okay, okay. yeah <laughs> that was a yeah. tangent. That was that was a tangent that did not need to be went on, but we did all it. the same. We went on. No, no, it.
1: we had to do it. No, it was it was in the contract. We had
0: to do it. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so I don't know about you, but I had a really, really hard time coming up with just five.
1: Uh yeah, I came up with like twenty five.
0: Yeah, like I said, I had um Pocatello's in Idaho, apparently, not Indiana. Which makes sense because they were going to Idaho I D well. is Idaho. I knew that. IN is Indiana. Is Indiana. Yep, there we go. Okay, well, we got that corrected. Um, thank you, George. Let me see. You had 25. I probably had about 25 as well.
1: I'm going to – actually, I'm going to try to post my, like, full list on Twitter at some point. At Ben Harmon. Dude,
0: dude, um, that would be cool. That would be cool. Like, maybe we come up with, like we, – we, we each, like, share with each other our top 25s, and we just make a Zach and Ben top 50 playlist or something. That would be
1: great. Yeah, we'll have to work on something like that after the show for sure.
0: Yes, for sure. yes. So, all we're going to do tonight is our top fives. Oh, no, wait a minute. No, we're not. <laughs> this is our show, damn it. And we are going to troll you guys majorly tonight. <laughs> Yes, that's right. We decided that five was just not enough for your friendly IPC hosts. Absolutely not. So what we're going to do instead is, oh, I don't know, we're going to double it, and we're going to give you our top ten. That's right. Turn down the one Okay, I'm using too many sound effects on my phone. <laughs>
1: no such thing. No
0: such thing. But I'm not I'm not even sorry. <laughs> I'm really not even sorry. I mean, I guess okay.
1: technically speaking, this kind of counts as, like, the honorable mentions thing. Kind of. Kind of. So if we want to justify it, we could say that.
0: Okay. Well, okay. So here, here's what I'm thinking. If we're going to be listing off these five honorable mentions, we're going to have, like, maybe, like, 60 to 90 seconds to list off all of those and then we'll be like more detailed with our top 5. Is that fair? That seems totally fair. Okay. Would you like to lead off? I will absolutely.
1: Uh my number 5 is Payphone by Maroon 5 and that's one of the only Wait, you're
0: you're you're your your number 5 of these other 5? Yes. Okay. I'm okay, sorry cuz I should have said number 10 because that's how I, numbers I was work. like scared that you actually started listing off your actual 5 and I was like stop. Stop!
1: <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. No. no. Not yet. Red no- light. Red light. Me, believe me, my number five is completely different. Um so starting <laughs> okay. over, my number yeah, ten. My number ten is Payphone, my maroon five, and one of the few um modern choices in this. Um I like a lot of modern music, truly. I just for this list I was just I had a ton of uh really old music so there um next up is another old one um paperback writer by the beatles at my number nine love that one um number uh, eight is i'm i'm not used to counting this high all right so give me a break (laughs) um number eight is i'm still standing by elton john dude um number seven is uptown funk by Bruno Mars.
0: Hey, that's another modern one. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that, that's the
1: last one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, kind—I of, guess you could. Well, there's another one that could pass, maybe, but we'll see. Um, and another one. Um, now my number six is "I Wish" by Stevie Wonder.
0: Oh man, oh man, those are those are all really awesome. Those are all. Um, really I'm awesome. proud of that list. I, I'm I'm proud of that list. That, those are all songs that I would totally jam out to. Um, so, my, my 10 through 6 is as followed. Um, at number 10, it's a song by a group called Little Texas called God Bless Texas. Uh, I love my state. And if you listen to God Bless Texas, you'll kind of get how I feel about the Lone Star State. So, God Bless Texas by Little Texas. At number 9... Don't Stop believing by Journey.
1: Oh my gosh, yes.
0: How does nobody have that on their list? That is I know amazing. We only got, I know we only got 15 submissions, but not one out of those five has Don't Stop Believin' by Journey. Come on, people. I, um, I will fully admit it's not on my list either. <laughs> oh, wow. This is the only mention that song's getting all night. That's so sad. At number eight, it's a song called Who Can It Be Now by Men at Work.
1: Oh my gosh, yes. Who can, Who can it it be, be now? now?
0: Yes! Oh, dude. That saxophone solo is amazing. It's probably like one of my favorite saxophone solos of all time. Amazing song. Oh, yeah. uh, number seven. Uh, I'm going with Creedence Clearwater Revival as well, like uh, like my friend Robin Glader, only I'm going with the song Down on the Corner. Oh, yes, 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 that's great. Down on the corner, out in the street. Yep, that's the one. Yep. And then this is probably, like, the only quote-unquote modern song in my entire list. (laughs) And it's because this is, like, probably one of the catchiest songs I've ever listened to and expresses my nerdity beyond any other song I've ever listened to. It's called... Unbelievable by Owl City.
1: Oh, I think I know this one.
0: So, listen to this. This is like the opening lyrics. When I was a kid, I saved up all my dough so I could buy C three PO. Like that's that's the that's the opening line, and from there on, it's like a pure nostalgia trip, and it's awesome.
1: Oh my! It's God. like
0: it's like nineties two thousands nostalgia put to song format, and it's literally unbelievable.
1: That is amazing. Love so yeah,
0: it. that that clocks in at my number six. So now we're on to our actual five, and for this list, we'll go back and forth, back and forth. Come. We'll list our fives, list our fours, list our threes, and then we're going to save a really special surprise for the very end. So uh, keep your ears open, everybody. Ben, you're number five, my friend.
1: All right, my number five. I just checked the newest song on my number on my five is from 1994. <laughs> So so take that as you will. My number five is definitely way before that. It is a classic from thing, it's a Bond theme from one of my favorite Bond films, Live and Let Die by Paul McCartney.
2: When you were young and your heart was an open book. You used to say live and if this ever-changing world in which we're living makes you give in and cry, say, live and let die. <laughs>
1: It's just, I I think I gravitated towards the epic feeling songs I and mean, this one is epic because it starts real slow and it's got this you know nice melody and then just turns it on. And you've got the full orchestra and it's just fantastic. It helps that it has a really great Bond movie associated with it, but even by itself, amazing
0: song. Right, right, no, dude, I I love Paul McCartney, I I really do. I grew up um, with the guy, man. He just yeah. Oh, you did? Did he like share a room with you or something? <sighs> yes, of course he did. Yeah, he
1: we, we were good buddies.
0: <laughs> so I'm doing a check, much like you. Um, I I do believe I may be mistaken, but I think that uh, my <laughs> my most recent song on uh, on my top five was released in
1: 1982. Oh wow. Wow. Yeah, I'm amazing.
0: I'm going I'm going way, way back. Um <laughs> let me see. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna confirm this just real quick. Um do 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 uh seventy-seven. Yes, this song was from seventy seven and so that makes eighty-two the most recent song on my top five. That's everything everything else, literally everything else is from the seventies. <laughs> hey that, it's a
1: good era for music man dude
0: it was an awesome era for music and i'm going to start out with a classic and also one I'm, I'm going to be borrowing from uh oh i don't know a really popular franchise called guardians of the galaxy um checking in at number five is the electric light orchestra's 1977 hit mr blue sky The way that they were able to take that song and apply it to the opener of Guardians Volume 2 was so cool. It was so, so cool. And uh, and then the way you had, like, Groot dancing to it and just how catchy it is. Like, you just hear it and you can't help but want to dance to it. Like, I always jam out to that song.
1: Yeah, I will always jam out to anything that Groot wants to jam out to, so
0: yeah that's true. Groot has probably the best taste in music. He does. He does, man.
1: Rest in peace. may he rest in peace. Oh Pieces. dude.
0: He's see, okay, everybody else was turned to dust. He was turned to wood chips.
1: <laughs> Too soon? I, I like the meme or somebody really sadistic on Twitter was like, what, d- does Rocket like talk to uh, Thor's hammer or Thor's axe because that's the only piece of groot he has left?"
0: Oh man, that just kind of strengthens the bond between Rocket and uh and Thor all the more. And that just made me really sad. <laughs> let's let's talk about our number 4s then. All right, I'll go
1: with my number 4 and it's the aforementioned 1994 release and it's one that I love and it's it's like it just these are songs that like when they come on the radio it's like yes yes turn it up and this is one of them (laughs) it's i only want to be with you by hootie and the bluefish With you. I, I love Darius Rucker. His entire career, even his newer stuff, he's now like a prolific like country singer. He's amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, but even going
0: way back to his days with Hootie and the Blowfish, he was phenomenal. Love a lot of his music, dude. But especially this one, dude. That's definitely going into my top twenty-five right now. I like condensed everything down to like my top fifteen, but Hootie and the Blowfish definitely goes in my top twenty-five for. Sure, Absolutely. Uh, I've got other stuff that I that I would put in my in my top ten, in my top five, obviously. But I do hear that song on the radio pretty frequently because I listen to the oldies station. And can you believe that song, a song from 1994, is played on the oldies station now? <laughs>
1: I love it. Like,
0: <laughs> excuse me, I was born in 1993, and that song was born in 1994. What is that saying about me? I
1: remember 1994. All right, how you think I, I rem- feel?
0: I remember the Lion King coming out in nineteen ninety four. That was pretty cool. <laughs> oh boy, oh Man, God. man. Oh, dude, I gotta put Hootie and the Bluefish in my top twenty five now. You got to. But uh, but it's not it's not my number four, unfortunately. Well, I'm looking forward but to it. But I this, feel though. like I feel like somewhere down the line we're gonna end up with like the same song in our top fives. We might. I I, I, I feel like that's a very distinct possibility. Um, at number four for me I'm continuing with the Guardians of the Galaxy trend because anytime I hear this song I turn it up as loud as I possibly can like as loud as I humanly possibly can I am doing everything within my power to get hooked on a feeling
2: I can't You're in love with me It's as sweet as candy It's tasty some Oh my gosh, yes. Oh Hooga Chaka, Hooga Chaka, Hooga, Hooga, Hooga Chaka.
0: Yes. Yeah, I think cannot about... get enough of that song.
1: How weird that song is. Think about it. <laughs> it starts so out with Hooga learned... Chaka. Like,
0: what? I learned it's actually a cover.
1: Yeah, there's an, there's another version. Like, there's an original there, there, version. There's, like... there's
0: an original version by another band that's not Blue Swede, but the Guardians of the Galaxy people used Blue Swede's version because it proved to be the more popular rendition. And so it's yeah. the one that, like, resonates with people from the 70s. It came out in 1974, apparently. Um, and that's that's just something that whenever I hear that song, I'm thinking about one of my five favorite movies of all time, the original Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm thinking about Groot hitting play on the button in the trailer, and they start going, hey! When I hear that song, I'm, like, like tapping my hand on the steering wheel. I'm bopping my head. I'm singing along. I'm using my non-driving foot to, like, tap to the beat. I am all in with this song when I listen to it.
1: It's so, so great. And and it's amazing how, like, it's song's been around forever. It was popular before Guardians, but now you cannot hear it without thinking of Guardians.
0: It's very true. It It, it, it kind of helped set the stage for everything else that comes with the idea of putting songs on your soundtrack like that and making them popular because the movie's popular.
2: Yeah,
1: it's amazing. And I can't wait for Guardians 3 now. that James Gunn is back. He's doing it. I can't wait to see what he puts on the soundtrack.
0: And like I said, I am betting that Bad Moon Rising by CCR is going to be there. I would – yeah, that's – Like, man. hard bet.
1: I'm with you. I am totally I would. I with would you. also
0: like to see Renegade by Styx show up in there. I think that would be, like, a, an appropriate song for Star-Lord, but I don't know if they'll go that far.
1: Yep. Yeah, we shall see. All right, so are we ready for my number
0: three? On to our number threes. Yes, sir.
1: All right, so my number three is one, again, like, most of this music, like, came from my parents. Like, I, as I was trying to say earlier, like, I – I grew up with this stuff. Like I grew up in the car playing, you know, thing. It was ingrained into my brain very early on, so it just it just comes naturally to me. Um, it's still great music on its own, but you know, it, it it's been there since the beginning. And this is one of those ones. Um, it is a classic from Supertramp. Take the long way home.
0: I thought you were going to say goodbye stranger. It was, it was in consideration. I I, see. That's the thing is goodbye. Stranger is another one of those ones where like a particular TV show has made it for me. Oh, kind of, kind of like 500 miles did with how I met your mother. Uh They use goodbye stranger to sing goodbye to Toby in the office. Oh,
3: okay. Okay. Michael
0: changed the words around, but he had them play Goodbye Stranger as he sang goodbye to Toby when he left the office. Wow. Wow. I,
1: I've got to catch up on The Office. I, admittedly, I've just not been up on it. So that's just another reason.
0: Uh, it's, an, it's another reason but, to go listen to But I tell you what, th- Super th- Tramp is, is an awesome group. Yeah,
1: dude. and the logical song was also in tough consideration. It got beat out by this.
0: Oh yes, the logical song. Wow, they play that on the oldie station around here too. Yep, I do. I do enjoy the logical song. I love it. You know it. what else yeah. would would probably. You know what else would probably end up in my top twenty five, but didn't make it into my top five would be, "99 um, Red Balloons" by Nena. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> You've never heard that song? Okay, what's really cool about it is it's a German band, and they sing the song in both English and they have a German version I've probably heard it I just don't it's it's the it's the exact same song the exact same beat it's one of the few songs where you can have like the same music but sing it in different languages yeah it's I really that. impressive that's I love it's, when they kind of con- they'll, they'll
1: like do different verses in different languages that's great
0: it's it's really really it's really cool I I do enjoy that but super tramp is awesome I do enjoy me some super tramp doesn't Super Tramp have a song in Guardians, uh, volume two?
1: I don't think so, but I don't remember either. I can't say for sure. I, I think, I think, don't they have a song called Surrender? Um, no. I don't think. I don't
0: think. I, I, I will look it up. I will look it up, but I don't think so. Okay, I may be thinking of somebody else then. Oh, I'm thinking of Cheap Trick. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm thinking of Cheap Trick, which Cheap Trick is also a great band.
1: I can understand the confusion. I'm not as familiar with Cheap Trick, so
0: I, I don't get I confusion. do. I do. Okay, so I hear a lot of Cheap Trick and I hear a lot of Super Tramp. And so hearing like them back-to-back is probably what made me as- associate it because I do hear those back-to-back sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Tangent Tangent over. <laughs> um, on, on to my number three then, I guess? I suppose so. Okay, so my number three, this is where it starts getting really good because, like, pretty much any song that you hear me talk about in this top five is a song that I sing along to. But this is one that I recently became a fan of, like, maybe two weeks ago. Wow. So I could be slightly biased by this because of the recency bias of, like, hearing it more often. But there is just something about the beat of this song and the the way that you can tell the enthusiasm of the artist's I I don't know what it is, but there is just something that is unnaturally catchy about this song that I always turn it up to the max, and I'm always singing along with it as best I can. And that, my friend, is Hungry Like the Wolf by Duran Duran. <laughs> I believe Jeff White uh, put that in his list. Uh, yeah, that was his number two. Hungry Like the Wolf by Duran Duran was his number two. And I I got to be honest, man. Whenever I hear the opening bit of that song, like I know what's coming, I'm just like bam, 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 turning it up as loud as I possibly can.
1: Wow. You know, there is a there is a Star Wars and Duran Duran connection now. Is there really? because there is a subtle reference Rio Durant I believe is an intentional reference to Rio by Duran Duran.
0: That makes sense. I never made that connection because anytime I hear the name Durant I'm thinking Kevin Durant like the basketball player. Yeah, yeah. Cuz I'm a I'm a I'm a sports nerd like that. So uh that's who I usually think of. He actually showed up at my school uh back in December. Wow kevin durant did the the pro basketball player um one of his old coaches became the head coach at my school and they hooked hooked him up with courtside seats when he was in town to play the dallas mavericks wow that's amazing so yeah it was pretty cool having like a pro basketball player in the house but uh that's another tangent for another time probably (laughs) but yeah hungry like the wolf by duran duran that checks in at number three for me
1: yeah that's all great, great song. I, see, that's another one like, I would, if I'd have thought about it, I might have even considered it, but I just, I, there's a ton of songs I didn't even
0: think about. Crazy. Well, there's oppor- there's opportunity to put it in the top 25, because if we end up having like the same song in a couple of different places, it'll probably be like 35, 40 songs or something like mm-hmm, that, but mm-hmm. uh, who knows? Who knows?
1: Alright, so I suppose it's my time for my number two.
0: Yes, it's time for you to go number two. Oh, shut up. <laughs> um, my <Ba-dum-bum>. number
1: two <laughs> is from one of the one of the incredible band, incredible band. It's an old school band, but it, they're incredible. Um, so many great songs that you hear on the radio all the time, but this is by far one of my favorites. Um, and definitely one that you you have to turn up and you have to sing along to by Earth, Wind and Fire. It's September.
0: Songs in the world. It is seriously. It, it just it just grabs onto you and you can't not sing along to it. Like I'm I'm really embarrassed to say that I don't know a lot of radio stations around here that are still playing it. You would think it would show up on the oldies station, but they're not playing it as much. And it makes me sad because I would sing along to it. I would sing along to it on, on karaoke night or something like that. You know, like it's just one of those ones. Okay, I gotta ask you. Have you heard? the um, Taylor Swift cover of September yet. Probably? Probably. It's I think it's like an acoustic cover. And it, it's a little bit more slowed down and she uh, enunciates a little bit more in order to try and like convey the message of the song lyrics a little bit more. Um, but it's really kind of pleasant and cheerful. It's a little bit like when, um, when Izzy Kamakawa Ole did uh, Somewhere Over the Rainbow with oh, a ukulele.
1: Yeah, that's, oh man, that's, I think it's
0: the best version of that song. <laughs> oh, it really is because you're blending it with What a Wonderful World by Louis Armstrong as well. Yeah, I heard that's another I, I song. Heard story about that song. Like he just
1: went into the studio and just recorded it like in one take.
0: He but. was just doing it. He was just having fun, man. And I'm surprised that that song didn't get remembered by anybody. That's one that I would absolutely think should be like jammed along to. Oh, yeah. It's a little bit slower, but you sing along to it. Your head is swaying from side to side. You're still enjoying yourself when you hear that song. Heck yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah, Taylor Swift's got one that's kind of like that, and it's, it's pretty awesome. Um, Love, so, it. Love it. Man. Highly, highly recommend
1: all right, so I think we got your number two. Uh, next?
0: Yes, we've got we've got my number two now, and this song is not number two. <laughs> if you get my meaning, I get you. It's it's not poop. <laughs> it's a really awesome song, and one of the things that I really like about music is not just how catchy the tune is, but also the ability to tell a story within the song. Yeah, and sometimes the stories are a little convoluted. But sometimes they can also be really, really good. And to me, this one is very straightforward, but it's also really awesome. And I'm actually learning how to sing this song on karaoke so that when there's karaoke night, I can impress the folks at the karaoke bar with my prowess with this song. (laughs) Nice. It is by one Mr. Billy Joel. man by Billy Joel is one of my all time favorite songs anytime I hear that harmonica open I am turning it up and I am swaying my head from side to side and I am singing at the very top of my lungs I don't care who's in the car I don't care what time of day it is I've had it play on the radio at like 11 o'clock at night when I'm driving home and it just makes my night just makes my night. I love, love, love that song, and I love the story that it tells. You know, he, he wants to he he's observing human life for one thing, and he's seeing how sometimes people want to do one thing, but society tells them that they need to do something else. And so who is there to cheer them up none other than the piano man? Like what? it's just such a great song. And I love singing along to it. I, I really think I've got the pitch to be able to sing along to Billy Joel's piano man, and so I'm I'm still practicing, I'm still working on it. I've had musician friends tell me it's a really ambitious song, and I get that. But I'm a man of ambition, and so I think that's gonna be like my go to song. That and Elton John's Can You Feel the Love Tonight. Those are my top two karaoke songs.
1: Totally. Um, if you ever get a chance to listen to Sirius XM radio, I believe Billy Joel has a station. His like his own station, um, and it's fascinating to listen to because he will, you know, he's got like a live piano like on the station, and he will like tell the story of how he wrote each song, and then play them mm. live, and then actual play the actual song. It's amazing,
0: dude. That's cool. Yeah, I'm I'm paying for a lot of different streaming services right now, so I don't know if streaming radio is something that I should be looking into or not, but I like the idea of commercial free radio. I really do. It's nice. Um, One thing that I've started doing is I have found out which stations are sister stations in the area. Because if they are part of the same company, the company likes to have programming going at all times. Yes. And so when one station goes to commercial break, that means the sister station is playing music. Oh, okay. So I know how to alternate between the sister stations... And I get some fairly consistent music that way, and it's relatively commercial-free. Wow. That's strategic. Not just a hat rack, my friend. (laughs) Okay, now I'm quoting Joey Tribbiani. It must be getting late. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay, well, here's the deal, folks. We don't exactly have a quote of the night for you tonight. Um, instead, we're actually going to let you listen to our number ones, but we're not going to tell them to you just yet. No, we're going to hold you in suspense. We're going to keep you on the edge of your seat and, uh, just do a couple of other things, including reminding you to go find us on social media like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at IPC podcast. Listen to us on demand at starwarsunderworld.com, iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, CastBox, wherever you can find us. But be sure to check out StarWarsUnderworld.com because Ben puts a lot of work into the show descriptions and the links to the different stuff like uh, Intergalactic Peace Jelly or something like that. Uh, That'll all be there. But if you want to find every episode of our show, best place to find it would be our library at IPCPodcast.podbean.com And you can also hit us up on our social media platforms as well if you want. We're always on pretty much, uh, unless we're in bed or something
1: even when i i'm actually on my phone more when i'm in bed
0: even i was about to say even in bed i'm still on my phone yeah um but it's because i'm texting people not because i'm on twitter but you can still find us there find ben at ben hart with no e spell that out phonetically and you can find me on twitter and instagram as well at zach zac underscore dfw love it Oh, dude. Well, we are down to this last segment of the evening before we talk about our number ones to say goodbye, and uh, it's it's definitely going to be interesting because it's it's kind of twofold. We're going to be looking at the results from our bracket, and then you and me have a little debate that's going to go on for a couple of minutes okay. here. So right. this this should be interesting. But, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get out your hashtags. And start putting them in the chat if you're listening live, and I know some of you are. But if you're listening through all those places I mentioned, iTunes, Google Play, CastBox, StarWarsUnderworld.com, uh, Podbean, then put it on social media. I just told you where to find us. Put it on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, anything that carries a hashtag. Because it's time, one more time, for Hashtag Barbecue Watch. Barbecue. Barbecue.
2: barbecue 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 ba ba barbecue 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 barbecue
0: barbecue barbecue Okay, so I just realized I forgot to mute your thread, so it may have sounded a bit like an echo when Uh, going live. That's fine. I apologize to everybody listening live. There's this weird thing where if I keep Ben's audio open and play music at the same time, it's kind of got like this weird reverb effect. Uh, That was not intentional. I apologize. (laughs) For all of you that are listening in the cleaned up version, you have no idea what I'm talking about, which is why we have a cleaned up version. Yep.
1: <laughs> there are some but, of you that insist on listening to the unedited version. I'm looking at you, Stephen Schinder. Um, mm-hmm. But other than that, <laughs> the rest of you won't
0: have any idea. You have no clue what we're talking about, but that's okay. Um,. Okay, so there's still like 22 hours left in the poll. I I left the polls open a little bit longer than I should have, but since we're at that point in time, I'm just going to go ahead and officially, unofficially close them. We've had a poll running on our Twitter page at IPC Podcast where you vote for your favorite barbecue meats. And uh, we've we've eliminated four of them. We're down to the quote-unquote final four. We had number one seed ribs against number four seed sausage. And we had number two seed brisket against number three seeded pork. The winner, with the most votes from each of those brackets, moved on to the championship round, which is the round we're going to be discussing tonight. Then we'll put up the final poll for the two victors, and we'll see which one wins on next week's discussion. Nice. So I'm taking a look at the thread right now. We have an 83% favoritism towards ribs over sausage. So that's that's pretty handily won. That's pretty convincing. Uh, This to me was the surprise because this is the first time in the bracket that the lower seed has gotten more votes than the higher seed. In last round, the three beat the six, the four beat the five, the two beat the seven, and the one beat the eight. So that put the 2 and the 3 together, 2-seated brisket against 3-seated pork, and believe it or not, pork ended up winning out over brisket. Wow. So that means we are now pitting, if you'll bar- pardon the barbecue pun, that we are pitting number 1 seated ribs against number 3 seated pork. Wow. Then it's the championship round of this barbecue watch march madness who you got um you know what i'm going to go with my gut
1: or more accurately my stomach <laughs> i'm going to pick
0: pork you're going to go with pork see i i i kind of i i kind of anticipated that and here's the thing I'm really bummed that brisket didn't win because brisket is my favorite. I thought we were going down the route where ribs and brisket would end up meeting for the championship round, but you guys voted them off the island apparently, which is fine. That's the point of having the poll. That's great. But I will say, if the ribs that we are talking about are the ribs from your restaurant, Ben, (laughs) it is no contest whatsoever. No contest. I'm Not gonna argue. You with guys, that. you guys make the best ribs I have ever had in my life. So if we are talking about your ribs specifically, not you Ben Hart's ribs, but your your your, your restaurant ribs, that ribs getting weird. Yeah, I know. Like I, I started saying that, and I was like, "Ooh, that sounds really cannibalistic." I need to backpedal. <laughs> <laughs> if we're talking about Rob's barbecue on the side, the restaurant in Mississippi then I think ribs are a hand down, hands-down winner. Nice. nice. I do enjoy a pulled pork sandwich. I had a pulled pork sandwich from Wendy's once. I did have one at like a, um, I think it was a Spring Creek or a Rudy's or something like that. They've actually – Spring Creek has brought back the Carolina-style pulled pork in my area. So um, I might have to go try that and just try and do like a comparison. Do I prefer ribs or do I prefer a pulled pork sandwich? Because – Honestly, I am a bit of a sandwich dude. I, I do love me a good sandwich. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. So that'll be the final round, folks. You can find that poll on Twitter at IPC Podcast. Maybe we'll share it around on our personal pages as well. And we'll see what the final results are for the winner between ribs and pork. If you have an opinion, go ahead and hit us up on IPC Podcast on Twitter and let us know your thoughts. And then we'll tag you when the time comes to actually cast your vote. Excellent. Okay, I think we've kept the folks in suspense long enough, Ben. How do we want to do this? Do we want to just say what our favorites are and not talk about it and just say goodbye to people by letting them listen to the music? I figure... Or do you Or do you, Do you? want to talk about it? Because I feel like our songs may be worth talking about if they made it all the way to number one.
1: I figure we'll, we'll, we'll name them like we normally do. We'll talk about all them right. for a bit, and then right. we'll, we'll sign off, and we'll just let the music speak for itself.
0: Very fair. Very fair, because I think you're right. The music does speak for themselves, uh, especially something that's a number one. Now, here's the cool thing. We play the music on an MP3 here on Mixler for you guys to be able to listen to, but neither of us revealed to the other what the song was. Mm-hmm. So, like, I downloaded my favorite. Actually, you downloaded it for me, but you didn't peek, And <laughs> yeah. you you downloaded your own. And we just named them Zach's number one and Ben's number one. So I don't even know what your favorite song is. Nope. What, your, what your most uh, jammable song may be, Ben. But I, I have... You have <laughs> like an I idea. Admit, I have an idea. And the only reason that I have an idea is because when you download songs from YouTube like we do sometimes. Right. The channel name is the username of the song. Uh-huh. And I see what the channel/username is for your song, so I have an idea. I know what it is. And it actually confirms the theory that I had at the beginning of this top 5 discussion, doesn't it?
1: Probably so. It's funny. I got a little peek at yours too. Just just a peek. It wasn't a confirmation, but it d- definitely gave me an idea too. So I am I'm I'm, I'm I, I think even without the peek, I, I had an idea about yours. Yes. And I yes. think mine is is pretty it's pretty up there. I think anybody that knows me, um, especially anybody that listened to the Sith List a few weeks ago when I was on it. Um, oh
0: darn it, I missed that one.
1: Yep, yep. And I got to talk about um this little band right here, um and the little flash round that they did and it's one of my favorite bands ever. Yes, it's an old band, but again, I grew up with them. I love their style. They're one of the most unique, you know, bands and one of those classic bands of of ever um and this song of ever (laughs) of ever um so so you gotta give a hand to ELO aka electric light orchestra so many great songs so many dude yes and but there's one that stands head above heels head above shoulders something like that is above all the rest
0: head over heels head above shoulders are we talking about music or are we talking about nookie in the bedroom
1: or head and shoulders as in shampoo? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's Oh, d- I
0: thought I thought you were talking about head and shoulders knees and toes and then I'd be like, "Head and shoulders knees and toes." Yeah. Okay. Wow. I'm done. Wow. We went there. We went there. It's getting late, guys. It's getting <laughs> yeah. late.
1: Without further ado, my number one choice is Mr. Blue Sky.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And look, I love I mean, Strange Magic to do ya to there's so many great ELO songs, but there's something about Mr. Blue Sky. And, you know, it was your number five and you know, it, yep. it helped it along. Like I said, I grew up with a song, it's one of my dad's favorite songs ever. Um, it definitely rubbed off on me. But seeing it in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two was just the icing on the cake to like yep. cement that in like, you know, top ten Of my songs ever. And number one on my list for the tonight.
0: That makes sense, dude. That totally, totally makes sense. And yeah, it's an awesome, awesome song. Um, I'm a little embarrassed or or ashamed to say this, but if I am like in a rush to get somewhere, I will play Mr. Blue Sky on my phone while I'm getting cleaned up. (laughs) Because the song is approximately five minutes in length so I know that I can clean myself up to the pace of a five-minute shower by listening to a five-minute song.
1: That is amazing.
0: <laughs> that's great. I'm going to use, I'm gonna have to do that one of these days. Isn't that clever? Like, if you're really crunched for time, you time yourself to a song that you know. So, like, when you get to a certain verse or a certain chorus, you're like, okay, I should be doing my hair by now, that kind of thing. That. Yeah. That's, that's great. That, I'm Seriously, that's 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 See, you like it. You like it. Our, our, our friend McMahon over at the Phantom Cantina, he hates me for it now <laughs> okay. because he's like, you've ruined that song for me. All I can think about is you naked in the shower now when I hear that song. Oh,
1: boy.
0: Okay. Now, like, now I
1: see his point. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, it's a double edged sword, but it works for me. So <laughs> take it any way you like, folks it's uh, definitely it's definitely more resonating from Guardians Volume Two than it is from me getting cleaned up to it, but whatever it's an awesome song. it amazing. really, really truly is, and I love listening to it. I loved uh being the the d j slash p a guy at a local baseball field last year, and I got to play that song over the loudspeakers multiple times, and I love playing it every time so it's a great song. It really, really is.
1: Okay,
3: all I guess. right. Yeah, I think I think it's time. I think it's time for yours. Okay.
0: okay, I'm gonna end the suspense right now. Anybody that really knows me also knows the answer to this. I kind of shared my my story um, about this song earlier when I was talking about my sister's list. I, I just love everything about this song. I love the covers that have come from it. I love the story that exists within it. I love that you basically hit the lowest and the highest notes possible with this uh, with this particular song. It's, it's the way that you check the, the levels on a stereo as you play this song to make sure that it can get the full range of music. Because this <laughs> song has the full range of music. And the like I said, the story behind it, and now that we've actually got a movie with the same name is yeah. just icing on the cake, like that biopic is awesome, and it's setting the stage for other biopics. They're gonna do Rocket Man for Alton John this yeah. year, which sounds really, really cool, but my number one, my favorite song of all time. I love listening to this song I love singing along to it I know a lot of people that love doing the karaoke of this song Like it's just a really really popular song on all fronts and that is none other than Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody (sighs)
1: so good and I honestly I am ashamed it didn't even make my top 10 I am ashamed of you it I it was a... there. It was almost there. It's in my like top 25 or whatever I'm calling it. But it it just didn't uh there were so many other songs that beat it out that ended up. Uh, you know, I love Bohemian Rhapsody of course, and as you said, it's, it's it's it's
0: there. It's it's your number one. Yeah. Dude, I and rightfully so in my opinion, I I will argue the case for that as the best song ever with anybody. I, I, I love the backstory behind it. I love that you have an operatic section to a rock and roll song. Like, there's just so many awesome elements to it. And then one of my favorite groups, um, Pentatonix, yes. did a cover of Bohemian Rhapsody once, and that was amazing as well. Uh, and then there's a, a cover of it uh, in... Uh, Suicide Squad, if I remember correctly. Yeah,
1: yeah, there is. Yeah, it's there it's there. It's it's amazing that, that Suicide Squad got to it before Guardians
0: did. I was I was surprised by that, but I was also surprised that Suicide Squad decided to do um Norman Greenbaum's Spirit in the Sky. Mm-hmm. Because it was used in the original Guardians as well. Yeah, it's it's the first time that a soundtrack has borrowed a song from another soundtrack. It was kind of a a bold move.
1: Yeah, and I mean Suicide Squad. We've talked about it many times before. Like it's definitely like it was it was leaning hard into the sub genre that Guardians created, which is put a bunch of pop songs in your movie, <laughs> basically, especially yeah. in the trailers.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. And and they they took it a little bit of a different direction, especially by choosing to use the Panic at the Disco version instead of the Queen version, which I'm still a little perturbed by, but Panic at the Disco does do a really respectful job of it, so I can't complain too much. It, it, but... Now it's going
1: to be really interesting, now that we have both Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 and the Suicide Squad sequel-slash-reboot being done by the same guy who did the music for the first Guardians movies.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's going to be really interesting. Although I do know thanks to somebody's uh request on Twitter, uh somebody wrote him uh James Gunn before he was uh put in the controversy or whatever. Right. And they they wrote him and said, "Can the opening to Guardians Volume 3 be All-Star by Smash Mouth?"
1: Oh my gosh.
0: And he replied with simply one word. No.
1: No. Oh my gosh.
0: That but th- I, see, I, mean, I love I, the
1: fact that, that Peter Quill has a zoom now, so right. it could kind of go anywhere. I feel like he put that in there so that he could kind of be more flexible with the music in 3.
0: I, I agree, and I think we'll end up seeing maybe like a Michael Jackson song in there. Uh, I feel like we might end up with somebody uh, a little bit more recent, like Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah. But... Um, it's it's just it's just really interesting to think of the variety that's out there now because of the Zune. You know, it says it's got over three hundred songs on it or something, and so yeah, there's definitely a chance for more variety out there, which just makes the potential all that much more exciting.
1: I feel like James Gunn is the guy. I think I think he goes for perhaps not obscure choices, but more obscure than like the most obvious choices. I feel like All Star has been. Played a lot. It's been memed a lot. He may not want to touch it just for the fact of that. Um, he it's want been to...
0: used and it's been overused. Yes, and I'm pretty sure it's been used in Shrek, wasn't it? That was that was it. That was its debut. That's where it came from. I don't know yeah. if it was made. I don't
1: think it was made for Shrek, but Shrek made it popular. Like that's right. what everyone knows it from.
0: Right, so why take something that's already known from another movie and try and make it known for yours?
1: Exactly, and if you if you pay attention, like he picked like you know, Chaka, like that was like it's a popular song, but it wasn't, it wasn't like known for anything. It was just a song. I'm sure other movies used it at some point, but like it was like Guardians took it kind of under its wing and like made it a part of that movie. Um, and he picked some more obscure stuff that I hadn't really heard in the Volume Two soundtracks. I'm I'm expecting some stuff we've just heard before, but also maybe some more obscure stuff that you know, because Zune has like two thousand songs on it. Who knows what they could pull up?
0: And, I mean, the the possibilities are endless. But I'm afraid this show isn't endless. Well, I, I hated to <laughs> you know, uh, you know,
1: crash your Bohemian Rhapsody thing there, but. Bringing it back around to both Mr. Blue Sky and Bohemian Rhapsody, both amazing, both very long songs, and by amazing bands. And I appreciate everyone sending their list. in. It was a lot of fun creating this. It was very stressful um, because trying to get it all in, and especially that number one choice was a hard buy. But uh, yeah, Dude, it was fun.
0: It that that was one of the toughest decisions I've ever had to make on this show. Not gonna lie. But uh, I'm really excited that our Quote of the Night gets to blend with our outro because Indeed. now you get to hear these songs. And so not only is like this Ben's number one, but it's also one of my top five. So this is like a double win for me. These are two awesome songs that uh, I I really love and enjoy both of them. And hopefully you get the opportunity to love and enjoy both of them as well. But, Ben, unless you have any other final thoughts, uh, I'm ready to, to listen to the music.
1: I am as well, and I hope you guys enjoy the music, and we will talk to you guys a little
0: later. Well, for Ben, I am Zach. We're going to officially call it a night. Thank you for tuning in to episode 232 of the Intergalactic Peace Coalition podcast. Stay tuned for Mr. Blue Sky by ELO and Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. That is how we will close out the evening. But before we close out the evening, we just want to leave you with this parting thought. The path of ignorance is guided by fear. And we hope that your path leads back to next week's episode of IPC. But until then, good night, everyone.
2: a place to be with you Look around, see what you do Everybody's fine to do s so- Just killed a man, put a gun against his head, pulled my trigger, now he's dead. Mama, life it changed. Will you do that? Mamma mia. mia, let me go be a a devil book. Amen.